Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Talk Recorded live. Lord, we give you all the praise. You're wonderful, wonderful, Jesus, you are wonderful, wonderful. We give you all the glory, Lord. We give you all the praise to you are everything we need. Yes, you are. Jesus, you are wonderful. Wonderful. Jesus, you are wonderful. Wonderful. Amen, amen. God bless you, children of God. We do greet each of you in the mighty and the precious name of Jesus Christ, who is our strength and our redeemer, our very present help in times of trouble. I am Apostle Robert Bryant, pastor of the Christian Center Church, Kinston, North Carolina. USA, and I'd like to welcome you to another edition of Living the Word, where sound doctrine is brought to the ears of thousands of God's people all over the world. For those of you that have been worshiping with us, uh, you know we have been working on our most recent topic entitled what? The question is why. The question is why. So many things happen in this life in our existence, and we wonder why did this happen? Why did that happen? And a beautiful thing about getting deeper into the Word of God is that God's Word will begin to answer a lot of our questions. As we become more like God, we have less questions, because God doesn't have any questions that he doesn't have answers to. Well, as we take on more of his character, and more of his wisdom and more of his word, we will have less questions that we have that we don't have answers for. So I encourage you, under the sound of my voice, dig down into God's word, dig down into his wisdom, into his knowledge, and you'll begin to see questions beginning to go away for you and for I. Uh, we're going to look at the book of Genesis. Chapter 4, with a special focus on verse 6. Remember, we're working with the question is why. Genesis chapter 4, with a special focus on verse what? 6. 
From the New International Version, our scripture reads as follows. Then the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? Once again, Genesis chapter 4, verse 6. Then the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? Topic, the question is, why? Why are you angry? Some of you under the sound of my voice, you're very angry, very upset. Why? God will answer that question for us if we would but listen. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we adore you, we thank you, we appreciate you. We give you all glory, Heavenly Father, for you alone are God. Besides you, there is none other. Father, we have not become perfect yet, but we strive for perfection. We aim for perfection. We ask, Heavenly Father, that you will continue to lead us, continue to guide us in your paths of righteousness. Speak to us, Father. Teach us. Instruct us. Let us know when we are going right. Let us know when we are going wrong. That we may do the things that are pleasing in your sight. Have mercy on us, Father. Have mercy on us, Father. Have mercy on us, Father. Trust, Father, that you're going to do these things for us as we give you the glory the honor and the praise. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Let the people of God say amen. Genesis chapter 4. Study of Cain, Abel. Now, We don't know if Adam and the woman had other kids during this time or if there were other people on the face of the earth. A lot of questions we don't know. We just know what the Bible says. And as God gives us divine revelation, we can know some other things. But what we see here is two kids, two children, that Adam and his wife, Eve, had. She brought forth these two individuals, very closely related physically, but not closely related spiritually. Cain was a wicked man. Abel was a righteous man. They were brothers physically but they were not brothers spiritually. You say, Apostle, what does that mean to me? You need to understand, child of God, that we can be close physically. In other words, share a lot of the same DNA, share a lot of the same genes, but not be close spiritually. My prayer for you is that we can be brothers spiritually, not just physically, but what? 
spiritually. They were brothers physically, but they were not brothers spiritually. Now, that goes on a lot today, you know, especially for us as children of God. I know, you know, there's a temptation to want to be close with our natural family members, and some of them are not saved. Well, listen to me. If they're not saved, they're not our family members. You just need to accept that and, and accept that as reality. Lord spoke something in my spirit some time ago. If they are not saved, and we are as children of God, this life is the only time we're going to have any dealing with them. Because in the next life, we're going to be separated. Whereas we who are born again believers, we are going to spend eternity together. So we need to to learn how to get along and to work together uh, right now. Eve had Cain and Abel. Cain brought an offering to God, and Abel brought an offering to God. Now, what you need to understand under the cloud, under the sound of my voice, is that every one of us, as human beings, are presenting an offering to God. All right, now, every one of us, as human beings, are presenting offerings to God. If you're not giving anything in church, that's an offering. It's a Cain-like offering. It's an offering that God is not pleased with. It's an offering that God will eventually punish, but it's an offering. Every one of us is giving an offering. Now, there are only two types of offerings that we can give God. Let's get this down. Cain-like offerings and Abel-like offerings. Cain-like offering is not pleasing to God. Doesn't matter how much, doesn't matter what it looks like, if it's not pleasing to God, it's not pleasing to God. Then there are able-like offerings. They are pleasing to God. May not be the most, but God is bringing in my spirit the widow's might. She only gave a couple of copper coins that weren't even worth a penny. But Jesus said she's given more than all, all the rich were throwing their offerings into the temple treasury. So it's not just in how much we give, but it's in the heart that we are giving. God loves, the Bible says, a cheerful giver. We can give plenty and not be cheerful and God not be pleased, or we can give little and do it cheerfully and God be just as pleased as it comes. So I encourage you, under the sound of my voice, let us give cheerfully. Let us give what? Cheerfully. Cain brought some fruits of the soil as an offering. Abel brought fat portions from the firstborn of his flock. Now, there's something to be said about the firstborn. Now, there's a difference in their offerings right offhand. We can, we can see one difference. Cain brought some of the first fruits of the soil. Some of the first fruits, but Abel, Abel brought the fat portions from the firstborn of his flock. What was firstborn? I mean, in other words, what Abel did was he put God's first, and it and it was manifested in his offering. See, I can tell a lot about you by your offering. 
You can talk all day. I can talk all day. But our offering to God tells the story. You're not going to love God and not give God a good offering. There's no way. It's not possible. If you really love God, you will be compelled to give God a good offering. You won't even be able to help yourself. You'll be, you'll be like, Lord, I wish I could do more. When people that really love God, they really give good offerings. Not because they feel they're compelled to, the Bible says, not on compulsion, you know, uh, but people that really love God, they just feel like, they, they feel like they must. When they realize how God, good God has been to them and how God has blessed them and how God has done for them, they, they feel like they got to give God a good offer. Cain did not do this. And as a result, the Bible says the Lord looked with favor uh, on Abel and his offering, but on Cain and his offering, he did not look with favor. My prayer for you under the sound of my voice is that God is looking with favor, not only on you, but on your offering. Because if you, if you keep right on not giving, not giving God an offering that is pleasing to God, not offering up to God what is pleasing to God, then you set yourself up for punishment from God. Let us make sure we work to give God an offering that he is pleased with. Whatever offering we give to God, let's try our best to, 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 to make God pleased with it. Because when God is pleased with us and our offering, we'll be pleased with him and what he is offering us. Bible says, but on Cain and his offering, he did not look with favor. So Cain was very angry. Now look at this. Cain was very angry. Well, why? Because he didn't feel like God was giving him what he, he, he should have. Well, God was feeling like Cain was not giving him what he should have. See, some of you are all under the sound of my voice. You angry. You angry. You don't feel like God is giving you what you should have. But then God is sitting back saying, and I'm angry with you. Because you're not giving me or giving him what he should have. People that give God good offerings, they be pleased with what God has given them. Because when you give God an offering that pleases him, God will give you an offering that will please you. That's the way this thing works. When you don't give God an offering that pleases him, God won't give you an offering that pleases you. God be sitting back saying, what's the problem? What is the problem? A lot of times, God will just show us us. The Bible says, so Cain was very angry, and his face was downcast. Now watch God now. Then the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? God is still saying that to some people today. People that are angry in their marriage, people that are angry in their family, people that are angry in their church, people that are angry with their job, angry at it. And God has asked the question, why? Because what God realizes is that Cain doesn't really understand the root of his problem. The root of his problem is that he's not giving God an offering that God is pleased with. So now... He's angry about all kinds of things. He's upset about all kinds of things. A whole lot of things not working right. The root of Cain's problem was that he was not giving God an offering that pleased God. 
And when we don't give God an offering that pleases God, we put, we put everything in our life in jeopardy. We put everything. God can start tearing up and start messing up anything he wants to. When we don't give God an offering that he is pleased with. Now, you, you might tell me, you know, you think the Lord is pleased or, you know, you might tell your, your people or something. But God knows because God knows what he wants as an offering from each one of us. God knows the time he wants from each one of us. God knows the energy he wants from each one of us. God knows the effort that he wants from each one of us. God knows the money he wants from each one of us. God knows everything he wants from each one of us right now. Lord said to King, why are you angry? In other words, what's the real reason that you're angry? Because what King doesn't understand is that the root of his problem is his offering. The root of some of you all's problems out there under the sound of my voice is your offering. Because you're not offering to God like you're supposed to, you got some stuff that's tearing up in your life that you can't even fix. God says it's true. Let's make sure our offering. I'm not saying it got to go here to the Christian center. That's, you know, that's your business. That's between you and God. But you need to make sure you are contributing to the church that God has led you to. And contribute as the Lord has led you to. Lord said to King, why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? Then God came back. God said, now here's the remedy to your problem. Here's how you can, you can, you can do better about yourself. Here's how things can go better for you. If you do what is right. So you've got to understand, giving God a good offering, that's just right. That's just right. God has given us life. God has given us breath. God has given us strength. God has given us food to eat, clothes. God has every good and perfect gift God has given us. So for us to give God a good offering, that's just right. God told Cain, you got to do what's right. You can't take all this good stuff from God and and then not want to give God anything. That's not right. If you do what is right, then God said, will you not be accepted? God said, I'll accept you just like I accepted uh, Cain's offer, I mean Abel's offer. But you got to do what's right. Offering to God is just what's right. A, a nice offering to God is just what's right. God is not asking for you to do wrong. Nowhere in the scriptures is it say you're doing wrong by offering to God. No, that's not in the Bible. It's right. And if we do what's right, God will accept us. If we do what's right, God will open doors for us. If we do what's right, God will bless us. If we do what's right, God, God will, God will start working on our behalf. But if you do not do what is right, look at what the Bible says. Sin is crouching at your door. Now that means sin is waiting to get you. You know, I see people sometimes, they're not giving an offering like they're supposed to to the church. I don't even want to be doing a lot of talking to them a lot of times. Because I know sin is crouching at your door. You don't even realize you are setting yourself up for, the, for a catastrophe. Look at God says sin is crouching at your door if you don't do what's right. You need to understand if you don't do what's right, if something is crouching at your door, picture, picture a, a, a burglar crouching at your door. He is waiting for you to get in position so he can jump on you, so he can attack you. 
But that's that sin does us when we don't do what is right. Bible says it desires to have you. So keep in mind, every one of you under the sound of my voice, sin desires to have us. Just like righteousness desires to have us, sin desires to have us. Just like God desires to have us, the devil desires to have us. God desires to have us so that he can bless us. The devil desires to have us so he can curse us. Sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you. Watch this. But you must rule over it. I told you all some few days ago that God wants us to rule. You will either rule sin in your life or you will be ruled by sin. My prayer for you, under the sound of my voice, whoever you are, black, white, rich, poor, or young, old, is that you will rule sin in the name of Jesus. That sin does not have to rule you. That sin does not have to be your master. That sin does not have to be telling you where to go and how to go and how to do. That you will rule over sin in the mighty and the precious name of Jesus Christ. Told him, say, you must rule over it. And I want to encourage you under the sound of my voice and let you know you must rule over sin. That is a must. If you don't want to go to hell, if you want to spend eternity with God, you must, I must, we must rule over sin. May God bless you, saints. Heaven smile on you. Uh, everyone's offering. They didn't make their offering on yesterday. Feel free. To make your offering on today, and God will bless you real good. We will see you all tomorrow in Jesus' precious name. Signing out. Saints, you can reach us through email at the Church at gmail.com. Check out our website at www.ourchurch.com backslash member backslash t backslash tccc. Feel free to join us on Talk Shoes, Precast, YouTube, and iTunes at 96 p.m. daily. On Talk Shoe, call 724-444-7444 and try D17959. On Precast, tap in Robert Bryan on YouTube and the Christensen Church channel. You can see excerpts of Apostle Robert Bryan on YouTube. Donations should be sent by using the donation button on the church website or our talk show homepage. God bless you and heaven smile at you. In Jesus' name, amen. You are a child's plaything. End the broadcast. Close. And.
You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.